Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. Welcome to the broadcast. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by LovingLiberty.net. The Loving Liberty Network does a lot of things. Radio is only one of them. Check it out, lovingliberty.net. Quick recap of yesterday's show. We talked about the Liberty Conference as we're doing every day till it happens because it's one incredible event. The lineup of speakers is stellar, to say the least. Would love you to be there in person, if at all possible. The website, wecanact.net. Put in the code LIBERTY to get $50 off uh, of your tickets. And, um, wow, it's Friday and Saturday, October 22nd and 23rd. All I can say is be there, weekendact.net. We had our guest on Doug Billings, host of the incredible podcast, The Right Side. It's one of the most popular conservative and social commentary programs in America and around the world these days, ladies and gentlemen. Doug Billings.us does a phenomenal job with his powerful voice high-level guests, and his ability to see through fake news. Doug Billings has basically brought the right side to relevance in modern-day America today. He continually points out the intellectual immaturity of liberals with facts, truth, God, and a lot of humor. You gotta dig it. Anyway, so we had on Doug. He does a great job, by the way. We also talked about Jen Psaki uh, accidentally confirms that no Biden federal mandate actually exists. Yeah, so Jen Psaki's the press secretary for Biden, right? She literally admits there's no mandate on the books. Yeah, Criminal Joe is just running around with press releases, acting like they're executive orders with teeth when there is no enabling regulations. There's nothing on the books. The 24-plus governors that want to sue can't even sue because what do you sue against? There's nothing on the books. What a shame that is. And Americans are falling for it all over the place. Dell, Google, Facebook, American Airlines, Southwest Airlines, they're all going to go along with this, quote, what do you want to call it? Legislation by the wrong branch of government by press release. Yeah, they're all going along with it, and they're rejecting Governor Greg Abbott out of Texas's um, executive order banning vaccine mandates. So the battle's on for the freedom, the hearts of the American people. You better get involved, folks, because this is heating up big time. More and more companies mandating vaccines or no worky for you. We also had on our guest, Steve Christiansen. 
He did a great job. He's member of the Utah House of Representatives from the 47th District. Uh, and uh, if you go to votestevechristiansen.com, you can uh, check out his website. He's been a freedom fighter for a long time, and he's really, 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 as I am, by the way, concerned about vote fraud. Uh, and uh, we need to have audits. We need to dig into it. Something doesn't smell right. It doesn't pass the smell test. Anyway, great job by Steve leading the effort, doing a great job. We also talked about the Rasmussen poll now out. 56% believe that cheating tainted Biden's 2020 run for president. Newsmax with the piece, but Rasmussen with the poll, ladies and gentlemen. Americans believe that they've been cheated. The word's getting out. We're telling the truth, and people are starting to realize it, even though the mainstream press has been trying to cover it up, cover it up uh, ever since, what, November? What is it, October? Almost a year, ladies and gentlemen. They've been covering up the vote fraud, the vote irregularities, the vote manipulation. Whatever word you want to use, um, evidence demonstrates that audits are required, and the only solutions are to return to paper ballots and count precinct by precinct. You got to reject the machines, and you got to reject the vote by mail. Yeah, absentee voting has got to stop. Now you say, Sam, wait a minute. Some people really need it. I get it. So if you are, in the old days, somebody who really cannot be there and you request an absentee ballot on a very as-needed as needed basis, I get it. But to blanket the nation with ballots everywhere and then to have them sent in where there's no custody of the ballot, etc., via the mail system that's intentionally slowing down your mail these days because they can't afford it and they're melting down financially and everything else, that isn't the custody way of ballots, ladies and gentlemen. We have got to jettison mail-in Voting. We've got a jettison machine voting. Go back to paper ballots. Vote by precinct. Have literal physical counters under oath to tell the truth, but nothing but the truth. So help me God, like they do in court under the penalty of perjury. Uh, and then we need to have vote watchers from all sides of the aisle or whatever you want to call it. Transparently certified votes by not only penalty of perjury, signatures but by notary republic confirming like you would a bank note or anything else we got to get serious about this it could be done the precincts uh, are usually 800 people or less and it would be very easy to get 10 counters with 20 people watching the counts you know what 10 notary republics to watch everything as well and sign on the line multiple witnesses in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established, teaches the Bible, right? And we could double down and count them. And if you had 80, I'm sorry, eight, let me start over, 10 counters and 800 ballots in a precinct, for instance, you know, each counter would be counting only 80 ballots, ladies and gentlemen. You could literally count them three times in a row very transparently. Get big old gymnasiums, big old places, and Literally double down, make it completely transparent, and count the ballots. Here they are. We're going to count them. Ten counters, watchers, notary republics, swearing under the penalty of perjury, transparent counting and watching, uh, and literally breaking it down. It could be done so easily. And they act like it would take forever. The computers can't turn in the numbers very quickly either. You wait days sometimes for close elections but if you were to count it precinct by precinct it wouldn't be close and it wouldn't take days 
KSA Sam, we have a lot of people in our precinct. We got, you know, 5,000 people. Fine. Fine. Even if you had 5,000 people in a precinct, ladies and gentlemen, you could still have 50 people counting the ballots. Right? And what would you have? A hundred? What is it? 50 times 10 is 500 times 100, 5,000. So you'd have 100 ballots to count. Or even if you said you're going to count 300. I mean, you could still count 300 ballots in a couple of hours, right? So they make you believe this is impossible, that it's just impossible to do by hand. We did it that way late in dinner for a couple of hundred years in this country. And that is the way it ought to be. Anyway, we had Larry Pratt with us. Discussions of all things Liberty doing a great job as well. We talked about the Postal Service to intentionally make service worse. That's right. Norm Lee writes the post office is intentionally going to slow down the delivery of first-class mail. I guess, uh, what do you want to do? Make it second-class mail? What a shame that is. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals has overturned the decision by Judge Robert Pittman to temporarily suspend the Texas Heartbeat Act. So that's good news. Pro-life continuing in the state of Texas, at least for now. We pray it continues. We also talked about Ammon Bundy for Idaho governor. We played a uh, soundbite from him, public service announcement, if you will, called My Body, My Choice. Ammon Bundy for governor. I uh, endorsed Ammon in writing, by the way. The most qualified, the most constitutional person you're going to find in that race. I'll tell you that right now. Ammon Bundy doing a great job. We'll get him back and talk about his governorship and how that all is going um, as soon as we can as well. Airline pilot, quote, prepare for catastrophic disruptions to American life. You heard me. Prepare for catastrophic disruption of American life. Texas-based carriers now submitting to Biden's Vaccine mandate, despite the governor's order, but the problem is there's not even a mandate from the president. That's a lie. So there you have that. Southwest pilot. Um, I guess it's a union president. Says pilots are demanding to talk to the company about natural immunity, antibodies, and alternate forms of compliance with, well, Joe's mandates that don't exist. It's amazing. Anyway, there you have it. Southwest canceling more and more and more and more flights, ladies and gentlemen. It is disgraceful. But there you have it. I don't even really know what to think about it. It's so bad. (laughs) Anyway, I guess the answer to the world's problems or maybe our Honest Money Report with Brian Rush coming up in just seconds. <laughs> wow. I look at this, and I, the economy is just melting down. I mean, Joe Biden and others are even saying, we don't even know if you're going to get stuff in time for Christmas. Joe now trying to work with Walmart and Target and all these big companies to try to see if they can't ramp up products and bring things in so no one feels the pinch of the economic woes going on. Anyway, we'll come back with Brian Rust to talk about that. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. By the way, did you get your tickets to the Liberty Conference coming up? Keyword Liberty to save 50 bucks per ticket. WeCanAct.net. Get your tickets now. Montana. 
that I would have a huge slumber party with all the girls there. Play with me more often. My mom's so busy with the board meeting. Just spend more time together as a family. Do more out-of-the-house activities. This is a tough one. My parents, they do everything they love me. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have a roof over my head. They don't need to show it to me. I just know they love me. Well, not yelling at me very much. What do you wish? What do you wish? Raise my allowance. To not argue together. Um, have my dad be home more for dinner and stuff so that it could be even closer. Family, isn't it about time? Buy me an ice cream and kiss me to love me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Okay, what's the next question? I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. With you live, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Russ, RussCoinandGift.com, back on your radio. Welcome, sir. Good morning, Sam. Good to be with you. Thanks for having me. All right. Brian and his family over the past 50 years, ladies and gentlemen, has been working to educate customers about precious metals, helping you know what to do, how to act, what to buy, when. Steady goes it is my learning from Brian, if you will. You don't need to just panic and get a ton of gold and silver right now, but steady goes it if you get a little bit, a little bit, a little bit consistently before you know it, you look at it and you go, man, I got a little pile here, don't I? <laughs> That's exactly what we want. Rustcoinandgift.com. So, Brian, right before the pause, I was mentioning the reality check today. The economy is kind of melting down. <laughs> they don't really know how to handle this too well and everything else, and uh, there's a um, supply chain uh, meltdown and problem. Uh, the supply chain problems are getting worse. They say there's plenty of shipping containers. The problem is they're all in the wrong places. Uh, they say there's choke points everywhere. People can't get into ports. There's ships sitting out at sea. I mean, they just paint a dismal picture, to say the least, to the point where they say your kids are probably going to be crying for Christmas. Uh, and Joe Biden and administration are even admitting to a great degree that they've caused a lot of it. But here's the interesting headline that I want to bounce off you. America's busiest port is shifting to 24-7 operations. The administration says that it's working to fix major supply chain issues. Story by Rob Quinn Newser. What do you think of that, Brian? Well, you know, I, 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 can, I believe it. I mean, I, you know, you can kind of see, you know, all these things are happening. You know, it's kind of like a... 
you got a big water hose here and you patch this hole and then there's a, a whole burst here and then you patch that and it's burst here and it's just bursting all over the place because of you know all the things that have been going on and we can just we can go back and look at all these different scenarios that are causing this ripple effect i mean and as we've been saying uh forever i mean peace of mind is basically putting your house in order so getting you know a little bit here like you said putting a little way here and there for for the fi- uh, financial crisis that's going on uh and the ripple effects is is going to continue and is going to get worse it's it's uh yeah, I mean this. It's a disaster. This this presence and so on is it's just a disaster. And they're they're kind of blaming. Well, this happened before we got in here. This has really happened. Well, maybe a few things possibly, but but by you destroying what has the buildup of of things. I mean our our wall that was being built to to control our borders or or other things. But to shut down our country like we've done because of this virus and all these other things yeah the writing's on the wall if you ask me so there normally is one ship waiting uh to go ahead and dock so they can unload their containers now they say they got more than 73 backlogged at the long beach port one of the biggest ports uh, in the nation what i find fascinating about this is the government really caused a lot of this now they're the ones that are going to go ahead and fix it for you brian right yeah that, that's right and you know and another thing too is if you know we we put some sanctions on China. I'm sure they weren't happy about it, but I think it needed to be done as well as other countries saying, okay, well, we're paying the, the you know, United Nations. We're paying the, the bill for everybody. Let's, let's make it more consistent so that we're all helping and doing our part. But, you know, the, the you know, the, the whiplash, I guess, or whatever from China would be, obviously, I see this as, as, okay, well, we'll, you know, you need chips for your truck. Well, we can't really get you chips. Maybe down the road, maybe if you can, you know, it's, or or other things now we're looking at the supply chains in all all aspects and uh we were relying on all these other countries to take care of us now which i don't get and yeah you got i i heard it was 90 100 ships out there but yeah it's, now it's 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 pathetic but that's where we're at i guess now the epic times writes another interesting headline supply chain disruption force white house to ask walmart UPS and FedEx to increase output, work around the clock 24-7. Uh, I guess they want them to offload in what they call off-peak hours. And so you get three or four or five big companies working around the clock or whatever else hoping to to fix this. And I, and I think it's important to fix it. But what I, my problem is when government locks everybody down, now when government mandates vaccinations for everybody, you're seeing it get worse from airlines to everything. And uh, they're causing it. They claim they're not. But now Southwest is literally shutting down thousands of fo- flights. Uh, Southwest tries to claim, well, it's not really because of the COVID or the vaccine mandates. But now even pilots are speaking up going, oh, yes, it is. So, I mean, somebody's lying, Brian, somewhere, and I just, the government's created this. They want you to believe it's, oh, COVID, and it's the supply chain. It's not these nebulous things that don't have effect on outcomes. It's people and decisions that they have made that they need to now own, Brian. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so so now I think I think more people, you know, are starting to see the effects of, okay, well, man, you know, they've been telling us this, which isn't true, and now we're starting to see the truth come out, which which you have been reporting forever, 
and others. And, and I think, yeah, they're starting to, to see that. Also, I mean, you know, we talk about, okay, well, we've got a major shortage of workers. They don't want to work. Or, you know, I guess the government's paying them to not work, for instance. Or or you, you have these um, situations where these workers, like our medical and, and all these, are, and, and perhaps the pilots and others, are, work, are being worked to death. And so on that sense, yeah, we've, we've, we've hit a big a disastrous situation. And I think more and more people are starting to see this effect of what's happening and where the blame's to be put. Uh, most people can't really deal with this, though. What I mean is most people have no ability to change the outcome at all. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we're kind of at, at the and, – and maybe that's, that's the agenda, maybe, of, of the left to, to, to create that. So, hey, we, we need to rely more on them to always to take care of us, which, which is drastically scary. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Glenn Beck and crew over at The Blaze are saying electricity shortages in China. Mean empty shelves are coming. The Blaze writes that. But you know what? We're starting to have, uh, what do you want to call it, power issues in America too, Brian, because the coal manufacturers now are saying, you know what? <laughs> um, because we're not using coal, we've got wind and all these other unreliable, quote, new energy sources. Uh, we're going to have problems with, with electricity and blackouts in America too coming up this winter. Yeah, and I, I just don't I don't mean to be rude, but I just don't see how we can just live with this with a straight face. Every move they're making is accelerating literally an emergency at every turn. Yeah, the, the, this pipe, it, you know, it's kind of like I just said, the pipeline that's hauling all this stuff, a leak here, we tape it, the leak here and then all these leaks and so on. You know, last week I would I read a, the article that uh, um the energy prices are going to be surging just because of what you said. China devours about 4 billion tons of coal every year, eight times more than the U.S. Uh, natural gas isn't large enough to meet global demand. Wind and solar uses natural gas, electricity generation, and, and all these other things. So it's, it's kind of like this ripple effect, as you're saying. And, and it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy that we're not – and that's, that's one of the things that I was – you know, I mean, obviously I think a lot of people were upset with Trump because of his tweets and, and maybe they didn't like that and so on. But he was doing a good job of kind of using the resources that we already have, not, not shipping it somewhere else, but using it for us to, to maintain the things that we need to use. But, well, as soon as this uh, presidency got in and, and their agenda wasn't – they didn't really care – realistically of what he was doing they wanted to tear everything he did down and 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 look where we're at i mean it's a disaster and and our border a disaster and and uh, yeah the shutdown of our country a disaster i mean there's so many things that we can just look at and it's just going to get worse and so yeah <laughs> yeah there you go i mean we could use the coal here but no we can't burn it because and i get it i get all this stuff but but uh, one of the factors, and I'm rambling now, sorry, but if you have a, a world and we're supposed to take care of our clean air and so on and maybe do our part, but if the other half of the world isn't taking care of that, doesn't that affect us and what we're – I mean, it's still going to affect us. So unless we're all on the same page, you know, I think we need to be using our resources to maintain our quality of life and to, to put us in a good position and, and just, yeah, coal and then the other things that – it's going to get worse. <laughs> well, 
and in my opinion, uh, this is an example where, you know what, governments around the world have caused the problem. And this idea yeah. of free trade everywhere, I reject. I reject. I'm into fair trade, not free trade. Right. Uh, and, you know, it's got to be good for both sides. It's not a I win, you lose scenario. And we really need to realize government caused this problem, and therefore we ought not look to government to solve it. I'll give you an example. It used to cost about $2,000 to bring a container from China into the United States. Now it costs well over $20,000. Um, that's because China's closing a lot of their ports due to the coronavirus, etc. <laughs> uh, this isn't going to get better as long as government reacts negatively every time. Quick pause. Brian Russ with me. RussCoinandGift.com on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A man with a bow and arrow went on a rampage in Norway Wednesday evening. Chris Barnes from the New England USA Radio News Bureau reports. At least five people are dead, two others injured after a bow and arrow attack in Norway. It happened in Kongsberg, southwest of Oslo. The suspect now in custody. The acting Norwegian prime minister saying police are still looking to see if it might have been an act of terrorism. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. A 37-year-old Danish man has been arrested and is cooperating with police. The attack is said to have started inside a co-op extra supermarket on Kongsberg West Side. Norwegian police are not usually armed, but after the attack, the police directorate ordered all officers nationwide to carry firearms as an extra precaution. Lines have been drawn between Chicago police and Mayor Lightfoot's office regarding the vaccine mandate. Both sides say they are digging in. USA Radio News. I'm looking forward to a play date with my granddaughter. I can't wait to get together with my friends for a backyard barbecue. If you're 65 or older, you're starting to get back to doing things you love. Did you know even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia? It's a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13 valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Ask your doctor or pharmacist today about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. China continues to cover up the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic that killed millions worldwide. Tim Berg from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau reports. China has denied the World Health Organization access to bat caves that are close to Wuhan, the Chinese city where COVID-19 first emerged. Republican Congressman Jim Jordan from Ohio joins Fox News to discuss the importance of finding the origin of COVID-19. The folks I represent in the 4th District of Ohio would like to know how this thing started because it has certainly disrupted our lives and I think diminished our freedoms, taken away our freedoms that we so enjoy in this country. Mm-hmm. I think Americans like to know, but unfortunately the Democrats don't. So all we can do is what we're doing now, talk about this, try to highlight it, and get the information to the American people. Scientists believe the caves could help uncover how the coronavirus spread from bats to other animals or humans, which is one theory of how the coronavirus began. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg, USA Radio News.
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rust, Sam Bushman on your radio. Breaking down economic realities and economic woes, if you will. Yeah, America's busiest port shifting to 24-7. Effort to fix the supply chain issues. Rob Quinn, newser, doing a great job with that. The Epic Times supply chain disruptions forced White House to ask Walmart, UPS, FedEx, and others to increase output. Uh, electricity shortages in China means bare shelves in America. And as I was mentioning right before the pause, Brian, this just highlights this bogus idea of just-in-time uh, in, just in time inventory, globally speaking. You know, you got the communist Chinese going, yeah, because of the COVID, we're shutting down all our ports, and now you can't get milk? <laughs> I know that's an extreme example. We're not getting milk from China like that. I'm just saying... Uh, th- and now you can't this and that and that and everything's melting down. Now you got a backlog and containers all at the wrong places, and the whole world is in pandemonium disruption uh, over this. Um, why didn't we think of that when we decided to move everything to the communist nation of China in the first place? Why was right. it pitched as the panacea of solution, and now it's meltdown time? Well, who's the one that led the charge to pitch this global trade as the as the ultimate you know solution? Or the Holy Grail. It was government that not only led the way, but forced it to happen. And now they're going, hey, we're going to mandate 24-7 opening of the ports to fix it. You know, this is the Hegelian dialectic at its best, Brian. Or worst. <laughs> You're right. I agree. I mean, we, we, we created this monster, and this monster's killing us. And they're just trying to, and then they're trying to patch the holes and trying to tell, well, it's not really our fault. We're, we're trying to help you. We're trying to, yeah, well, let's, let's just read the writing as it, it is, the truth as it is. And, and we can see, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a disaster. I, yeah, I, I've always said, I tell a lot of people as they come into my shop and so on that, uh, you know, the lifeblood of our country is the, the farmer, the guy, you know, the, the family, they, they, they worked hard together. They went out and they worked the, the, the land and they, they, you know, provided their the food and they traded with the other farmers and we built this structure of 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 good food and and not not processed food and and all this stuff and yet we we kind of over the years we've kind of eliminated the farm or now we're building houses. I mean, I guess that other gen, next generation they don't want a farm. It's hard work. It is hard work. But boy, it was it was you know good family ties and and all this stuff and it was it was good for the whole community. Now we've subsidized everything out of this country. Don't grow anything. Don't do anything. We'll bring this in from this country. This in from this country. We'll bring. Well, look how that's working. All the stuff that we're supposed to be bringing in, sitting in containers, and 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 I, like you say, maybe milk. But I remember seeing an article where this this farmer, milk uh, cow farmer, he had to uh, he had to pour milk down the drain because he couldn't store it. No one was taking it. No trucking could get to them and take it. Then they were killing this cow. I mean, all this stuff. And we're starting, what? You know, I mean, you start looking at this, but, man, we, we weren't supporting him very good. And other, you know, so it's just it's just amazing how, you know, all these things and the effects and how we're seeing these effects. And truth's coming out. Truth will, the, you know, the truth's going to show itself, and so is sin and evil is going to show itself. And I think we're seeing a lot of this sin and evil out there that's starting to show itself. And, uh Hopefully we're on the right side with God and and uh, trying to make the right choices and protecting our wealth and 
preparing, all those things. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're doing fantastic. <laughs> By the way, that one word, God, though, I want to just tell everyone that if we start to turn to God, if we literally pay him 10% of our money to tithes and to the church, if we literally turn to God and repent, he'll heal our land and protect us, and we shall prosper, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that fundamental truth. You can ignore it at your peril if you choose, but we're telling you this because we want solutions on your radio. By the way, what's all this crazy turmoil in the supply chain doing to constitutional currency? Gold and silver. Gold first, Brian. Uh, we're at seventeen ninety nine twenty. On paper, so it's up about 40, 20, okay. 40 plus 44 on uh, that over the last week. Uh, silver's uh, 2350, so it's about a dollar higher than 2350. Wow, okay. Last week, so it's up a little bit, but you know what? The, the prices were, you know, we're saying, you know, a jump in palladium that's 290 up, rhodium's down about 350, so it's Kurt's lost a little Kurt's bit. Kurt's taking a beating, okay. Poor Kurt. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> but. You know, realistically, I, I, I look at these numbers and see the ups and downs, which is driven by paper there again. I mean, you've got these big institutions, the stock exchange, and all these things that are driving this on paper. But realistically, you know, we, we look at this 2350 number, and, uh, you know, at times when we're sitting at 50, I mean, I remember you go back 10 years and we're $50 an ounce. We're not even close to the, the, the issues and problems we're facing today, and they all reflected this on the dollar. And so they, you know, so they they still believe that okay, well the dollar's still way strong, and that's why we're at twenty three fifty. And I would uh, um, bet to say that it's not because of that, because realistically we should be fifty plus easy based on on the debt and the trillions of dollars that are being inflected into that currency market. And and uh, so we so it's it's a false narrative to say okay, well it's there. Well, what that really means is they're suppressing that to make it look like the dollar's strong. And in reality, as you've been saying, okay, there's containers out on the ocean, there's this, inflation's going up, it's costing you more for fuel and all these other things. Really, is it 2350 Yeah, it it's not. And so that's where that preparation's got to come into play, and you ought to be preparing. Right now, metals, I mean, you're still paying $27, $28 per silver round. You're, you're $35, $36 for silver eagles. Uh, and I and I'm going through it so fast I can't even maintain because uh, you know last week alone I think I went through seven thousand rounds and and uh, and then uh, I mean I just can't I'm trying to get product and trying to get product and the demand's huge and yet they don't reflect it is what I'm saying so yeah let me give you a crazy example of what's going on uh, in America ladies and gentlemen again every one of these issues that we're pointing to is because we have become a godless society. Uh, for the most part. Now, I know there's a lot of good, faithful people, but the masses are out of control, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the headline. Walgreens announced on Tuesday the closure of five more stores in San Francisco. So when they say five more, they've already had to close some. No one really mentioned it, but now they're telling you they're closing five more in addition to I don't know how many have already been closed. But in San Francisco, Walgreens closed five more stores due to the surge of shoplifting now listen carefully to this because you go okay so a, a few teenagers are shutting down some walgreens no five stores they say these shoplifting situations have plagued the city according to fox business they say due to ongoing organized retail crime we have made the difficult decision 
to close five stores across San Francisco, a Walgreens spokesperson told Fox Business. Think about that for a minute, Brian. Have you ever heard of this kind of stuff in your life where they're going, we're going to close five more stores because organized crime and shoplifting is so out of control that we can't even keep the stores open? Have you ever heard of that in your whole life? I haven't, uh, you know, and, and that's a scary scenario, especially in my business. I mean, we, you know, you, we're, but, but yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And, and here's, here's one of the problems. I mean, first of all, you defunct the police. We don't, we don't want as many, you know, uh, policemen because we really don't need them or shouldn't really have them. Well, what, yeah, why don't you go say that to your business owners who, uh, who work, try to work with the police and try to help, you know, do what we can to support and, and help them. And they're, they're having a hard time hiring more people that would help uh, maintain the law and uh, you know and yeah it's 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 pretty scary if you ask me it's crazy i just think about that and i just go are you kidding me right now yeah and i look at this we're living in unprecedented times but it's going to get worse brian here's why we've already told you about dell american airlines southwest airlines and all these other companies, Walmart, Target, Costco, all these, they're starting to mandate their employees. Now, headline says Boeing to employees get vaccinated by December 8th. They say company could uh, experience backlash if Van Gestalgo writes the article for it or whatever. But look, Boeing to employees get vaccinated by December 8th. People are out of time. People are getting frustrated. The blowback is growing. And whether it be Southwest Airlines, whether it be whatever else, you're starting to see chinks in the armor. How much when they open these ports 24-7 to work on it, what if they can't get workers because the workers are being forced to get vaxxed and they're like, we're not doing it. And all I'm telling you is we've got so many difficulties. When is the government going to let up? <laughs> Good point. I agree. It, uh well, that's it. I mean, it's that, that's that socialistic, uh, communistic, or whatever you know, uh, force. I mean, you know, the pushback. People don't, but yet the, there's that small minority, the groups out there that are saying the same. Oh, you got to do this. We got to do this. Everybody. I mean, and creating this divide. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen, because I got a whole lot more that'll shock your socks off on your radio. Brian Rust, RustQuinnGift.com. Riding shotgun on the show today. Hard-hitting talk about the economy. Where's it gonna where's it gonna put you? Will it create a crimp in your lifestyle, a gimp in your get-along? We'll keep an eye on the ball just for you on your radio. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. 
Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Wow, Southwest Airlines continues to cancel flights, ladies and gentlemen. I I don't even know what to think about this. Literally cancel thousands of flights after weekend. Brian, what do you say to this? Southwest continuing to cancel flights. They first said it was the weather. They then said it was air traffic control. Then the air traffic control people came back and said, what are you talking about? We've got it over here. And then the weather, other flights are flying. (laughs) What the heck's going on around here? Yeah, that's a good question. I think they're trying to, you know, I think uh, uh, contracts, some of the the contracts and so on that are happening there as far as them trying to get a, a fair deal. Uh, for their the working uh, staff there, I think that's part of it. Uh, you know, they're fighting back as as a fact of the unions and some of the things that are that are happening. But uh, yeah, I don't think it has to do anything to do with the weather. I mean, uh, obviously they're going to try to say what they're going to say to to appease people. But I mean, if I'm one of those people that miss flights and can't get on other flights and so on, it becomes a real big issue. And uh, yeah, I think it, that that could have a, a ripple effect too. More and more kickback i think from the the left and they're uh, yeah you're, you're gonna do this type stuff or you're gonna lose your all job right. and all i did <laughs> so yeah it says southwest airlines continues to cancel thousands of flights after weekend of cancellations <laughs> what's going on but again i remember i tell you that government's causing all of it <laughs> remember all the airline traffic controllers are forced to get vaccinations <laughs> They're a contractor yeah. of the government. So is Southwest Airlines and all these people. But there's a mandate that doesn't even exist. There's nothing even on the books. But don't worry. A new California law will fix it, Brian. <laughs> you ready for this okay. new California law, buddy? Yeah, let, let's hear it. <laughs> <clears throat> new California law will ban sale of gas-powered mowers. They say they're phasing out gas-powered small engines. Why? Well, it's an environmental problem. Those are big old toxic machines there, buddy. You got that. So they're canceling small engines. They're getting rid of them in, in California because they say that it's it's nothing pollutes like a small engine, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, there, Brian, there you go. Brian, this stuff is so crazy, you don't even know how to respond to it. You can't make this stuff up. It's unreal. You're literally going to have to have an electric lawnmower that'll mow half your lawn and run out of juice. 
<laughs> you know, because you can't use a gas mower in California now. <laughs> and, and I'm just uh, thinking, are these people off their rockers? Yeah, I, th- I think more people are going to be moving from California. <laughs> oh, man. That's, I just that's, don't even know how great. to respond to this kind of stuff. Well, well, they better. I guess the key is to get rid of their grass, right? I, I, we can't. I can't buy. I, I got to go out and buy another mower. Get rid of this. So I might as well just turn my grass into rock or something. Who knows? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's me and all my rocks. <laughs> and then you probably can't own rock because now you got to. You're digging up the earth and putting rocks. I. I don't know. Yeah, you might be, as Kurt used to joke about, you might mess up a, a left-handed prairie dog habitat or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? That's right. It's a, a certain kind. <laughs> oh, it's it's wild. And it's like you say, I mean, what's the, the, the comment of keep your hands in and arms in and feet in? It's going to be a great ride. Well, it's, it's hold, hold on because, yeah, we're in for a crazy ride. Yeah, so from the American Family Association, I just got an email that says this. And this I point to this because I think it's one of the cores of the problems. I know you think we're all over the map and this is all unrelated, but I submit to you that it's all cause and effect, ladies and gentlemen. AFA Action Alert. Here's what it says, Brian. Let your senators know how you feel about requiring teenage girls to be forced to register for the draft. So now you got these 18-year-old girls being forced to register for the draft. If we're not very careful, they'll pass that into law, Brian. Wow. Well, I I think we get, we don't even know what's in law, tell you the truth. I mean, these big it's like this this next amount of money that they want to appropriate uh, into the, you know, we need this and we're going to and, and we don't need, you know, the we don't need the vote from the other side. We're we're going to get what we want, and we don't even like you know. It goes back, and the ripple effect is the fact of okay, we don't know what's in half these bills, and we come to find out, well, this was added to it, or or you know, I heard something to the fact of you know Planned Parenthood and all, all the money that's going to be generated from them because we you know it's implemented into that bill, even though that we're trying to fight against it. So they they they're they're doing their work where we don't learn about it until after the fact, and they don't need the full vote from the other side. So there's all kinds of things that are coming out and it's, you know, it goes back to the fact of, okay, they bailed out airlines. How many times the government's bailed them out. So realistically they hold them in a palm saying, okay, we have control really of your airlines because we bailed you out many times. You owe us. And it's, it's kind of like this. We'll do you a favor. We'll do you a favor. And Facebook, we kind of helped you and we've done these big things. And then, and uh, so you read it realistically, you, you're you're on our team, and if you're not on our team, we'll just we'll we'll crush you. And it's 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 that kind of regime that we're just kind of wow. We're just we just and like you say, we look at this and just shake our head. Okay, well now we're gonna have mowers that we we can't have any gas powered mowers, and and now you can't drive a car. You're gonna walk everything. We're gonna go back to the horse and buggy and the wagons, and I don't know. I mean, it's 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 crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. So. One more but thing. here's what I find even more crazy. <clears throat> so when it comes to this, you got to go back to the dark ages and live literally like the Amish. And by the way, it's, yeah. not, it's not meant to be a slight against the Amish. Okay, I'm just saying you're going to have to live that kind of a simple life. And, and okay, but yet when it comes to going back to paper ballots and doing that, no, you got to be as high tech as it gets, Brian. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
they've got a they, they speak out of both sides of their face. Yeah. I mean, it's just fascinating. But yeah. I look at this and let your senators know how you feel about requiring your teenage daughters or teenage girls to register for the military draft. AFA Action Alert. AFA.net. And I just go, wow. I just don't even know how to respond. A, a, yeah. a country that would literally try to put its women on the front lines, forced to serve in the military for a draft. Brian, what low have we gone to? Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's crazy. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's it's one more thing in the circus. One more thing. And we just can't hear more and more stuff. <laughs> I agree. No, there's a country singer named Jason Aldean. I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah. And Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany, is speaking out boldly. <clears throat> she has her own views about things, and she's <clears throat> had her kids wear anti, uh, anti-Biden anti shirts and all this stuff, and she's been uh, really abused by the liberals. And uh, Jason has come to her aid in defending her, and good for him for doing so. But now there's a Daily Caller Entertainment section that says this. Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany Aldean, said, screw the haters. As she encouraged others to speak out politically, following her anti-Joe Biden post. <laughs> the burden of the world we live in can be hard on any parent, Brittany explained in her post on Instagram. She said terrifying, actually. Anyway, I don't really want to use the screw the haters plan just because that's kind of, if you're not careful, that kind of ratchets up the rhetoric. But I do want to kind of make the point that, you know what, she's right on this at some point, Brian. We have got to start to stand up and say we just can't take this from these people. If Jason Aldean's wife wants to be uh, anti-Joe Biden uh, with her children and she wants to, uh, you know, stand up for her beliefs, <clears throat> She wants to speak out politically and whatever else. You know, she has every right to do that, Brian. So, you know, even though I'm not really liking the language that escalates, I am liking the point that she has, which is this. She's encouraging others to speak out politically. I think that's kind of important. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that she should have a voice as well. It's, it's amazing that if if they uh, the left can step up and, and do theirs, they've got the, you know, the – Go Bears or whatever. What's the guys on late night talk show? I mean, uh, Jimmy Fallon and all these guys. They can speak whatever they want because they're right out there in the front forefront. But if if somebody else that they don't agree with puts up a voice, boy, they can pound on them like mad. And no one, you know, let's let's attack them. It, it seems like a pretty well double standard as we've been saying all along. And that's the divide that I keep seeing is the fact that we can't we can't. It's kind of like you have your football teams and. You know, the Raiders, I like the Raiders, or I like this team, or Dallas, or whatever these teams are, and yet, and that's just an attack of, of each other because you, you can't like them, and you shouldn't like them, and you, you know. And it's, it, you know, it's like this coach, actually, uh, from the, the Raiders who gets, you know, he has to resign because of that, that he said years ago, which I get, it, was, it probably wasn't a good thing, but it's still an apology, but yet you look at the Kevin Durant and the others who have done their thing and they pay their fine and they're fine because they, they can do it and, and uh, no big deal here. And it's just a big double standard. And so it's, it, 
it's just gone crazy. The world's just gone crazy. So if you're on the left, you can pretty well free reign everything. And but if you're and the minority, realistically, a lot of the smaller these minorities seem to have the bigger voice, and and they can they can say it. But the majority, we can't say nothing. I guess. Now, Brittany also said this: the burden of the world we currently live in can be hard on any parent. And this kind of goes back to this discussion about parents are speaking out about perverted sex stuff or critical race theory or all this in their government schools. Uh, and, you know, Brittany's bringing up that it's very hard to be a parent. It's very, I mean, no matter what you do, they're going to criticize you unless you just go whole hog into socialism and communism and perverted behavior of every kind. Then if you don't do that, you're going to get trashed. And she's just like, hey, my husband's famous. And as a result, I'm taking a beating. This is wrong. Speak out. Stop it. Screw the haters. Can't take it anymore. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I agree with her point that in this world, you just can't win unless you're going to go along with every perversion, every cancel culture agenda they've got going on. I guess I'm supposed to be happy that you can't have a gas lawnmower anymore in California kind of stuff. I mean, are these people crazy? And, and that's yeah. what we've, <clears throat> what we see everywhere, Brian. Yeah, I think I think you're right. It'd be nice. I had a I had this veteran that came in my store, and he was in tears. Just you can't believe the, the the things that are happening in our country. And and he suggested, and I kind of agreed with that effect, is we should rally the troops with the, all of our servicemen that have that have put their lives in harm way and can and and can talk the talk as far as the stories that that they have to tell of fighting for the freedoms that we enjoy. We need to rally maybe that group and say, okay, well we're we're forging you know, thousands upon thousands and and moving forward and, and, and telling the story. I don't know. That might be a... Well, all I know, ladies and gentlemen, is this. You want to get a little bit of food. You want to get a little bit of beans, bullets, and Band-Aids. <laughs> you want to get a little bit of constitutional currency. Well, I can tell you this. Brian Rust over at RustConeyGift.com can help you ferret through and get the best things for your family a little bit over a long time becomes quite a lot ladies and gentlemen you study the gospel of christ for five minutes a day and pretty soon it's a lot of studying you get a little bit of gold and silver in your portfolio and pretty soon you got a lot of it brian rust rushcoinandgift.com thank you so much sir thanks sam good to be with you all right talk to you soon there he goes always doing a phenomenal job for brian rust and sam bushman we declare this nation shall endure lovingliberty.net god save the republic Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that never refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 14th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two with the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And we believe the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. 
As you know, we're talking about the WeCanAct.net conference. We've been talking about it for days. We will continue to talk about it until we're there live broadcasting, covering the event just for you. Liberty Conference 2021 at uh, is where you can learn more, where you can get involved, and where you can get tickets. WeCanAct.net. Put in the keyword Liberty and you get 50 bucks off each ticket. It's happening October 22nd and 23rd in the Olympic State of Utah at the Salt Palace. Spread the word if you can attend in person. Please do. Please do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, C.L. Bryant with us, well-known talk show host in his own right on uh, Red State Radio on LovingLiberty.net. He's in the lineup uh, after uh, my show is uh, Beth Ann and then C.L. doing a great job. He's founder of One Nation, Back to God. He's also a senior fellow with D.C.-based FreedomWorks. He's also opening up a platform with his radio program, allowing opinions to be voiced, and CL addresses current issues of the day, race, politics, education, along with many other topics. Um, the CLBryantShow.com is where you can learn more about his show. He's also an author of an incredible book, A Race for Freedom. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, my friend. Hi, CL. How are you, sir? Uh-oh, we'll see if we can grab CL, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but there's so much going on. It's just, wow. Uh, you know. Um, but anyway, this book is an, is an incredible book that really talks about race. It's been said many times there's only one way, one race, the human race. That statement is true, says CL. We are indeed a race of humanity. We're all God's children is the way I like to say it. But sadly, regardless of how we may try to spin it ever since the beginning of man, right. people have tried to segregate themselves and separate themselves and everything else. Um, they, distinct, they distinguish themselves, sadly but true. Uh, CL, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Sam Bushman, thank you so much. I, I thank you for that wonderful introduction that you gave me. I heard it very well, and I, I want to remind everyone to tune us in, tune me in on uh, Sunday morning, Save the Nation on Newsmax. I'm uh, the host there beginning next week. I'll be with you this week, and I hosted it last week, and uh, certainly look forward uh, to uh, expanding that platform. But thank you so much. My whole team thanks you, uh, Leanne, Michelle, and, uh, of course, the awesome power of that organization that you mentioned, Freedom Works. Thank you. Freedom Works, LovingLiberty.net. We're all partners in the great solution, as we will be at the WeCanAct.net conference. We'll get into your speech and a little bit about what you're going to cover there soon. But I got an interesting story I want to bounce off you and take your uh, your opinion on this. You know the battle over the January 6th issue, the, quote, breach of the Capitol or whatever you want to say. They call it a great insurrection. I think there was a few bad apples for sure, but I really think that for the most part, uh, the Democrats have been making a mountain out of a molehill on this thing uh, and wrongly prosecuting so many people. Well, here's the headline on this one. The DOJ loses big in the Capitol rioter case. Turns out that the Department of Justice is forced to drop a felony charge against an alleged Capitol rioter who never even entered the Capitol. 
Guy's name is Brandon Straka. Now, I'm not defending Brandon at all, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know the gentleman. But he's founder of the, quote, and hashtag walkaway campaign, encouraging liberals to leave the Democratic Party. Anyway, he pleaded guilty last week to a misdemeanor of disorderly conduct charge as the Department of Justice dropped a felony charge against him. Now, they say his guilty plea was part of a deal they worked out in which he agreed to sit down for an interview with federal authorities and turn over evidence against everybody else. So they're literally negotiating felonies away left and right, they claim, because they want him to sit down. In other words, we can't get anything on anybody. We've got to have somebody rat out the rest or whatever uh, out of fear of, of going to jail. They say he could have served six-plus years with his deal. He only gets six months. But I look at this thing and I go, man, the Department of Justice is out of control uh, on this. They're losing big. And at every turn, we find somebody just gets a misdemeanor over and over and over. And then we find out behind the scenes that they were either a government provocateur or they've got some plea they're copping. Or... CL, your thoughts? Uh, Sam, uh, this is an example of American coercion that is being uh, 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 perpetrated upon the American people uh, at this point in time. And it's time for all of us to stand up and push back about it. And this is what the We Can Act conference is all about. Americans uh, understand this as well as the uh, attack on the Capitol is concerned or as they are labeling an insurrection. The, the United States Capitol building cannot be breached unless Somebody made an incredible mistake, or they wanted it to be breached. And then when you look at what happened there, you saw, yes, a bunch of unruly and then rowdy rabble uh, uh, attacking the Capitol or going into the Capitol uh, of the United States, our nation's Capitol, our building. But yet they did not harm anyone. Uh, they did not uh, uh, really do anything as far as insurrection is concerned. There was no burning or, or anything of that nature. But the only thing that the left has now, Sam, is the ability to look back to January 6th, where the only person that was killed was one of the people who were protesting, and she was an American veteran. And that, that is something that's just totally downplayed. We, we hear nothing about that. But there was no insurrection, as, as it is being said. And an ex insurrection, if it was one uh, to be called, could not have occurred on the American Capitol by 200 people unless somebody made a terrible error in judgment, which they did, or somebody wanted it to be breached. And so uh, let's take all of this off the table. What's happening to... Uh, this uh, young man is something that is a, a perfect example of the overreach of big government into our lives. And they're all, as you said, are turning us into stool pigeons against one another. And that's part of the problem, ladies and gentlemen. But you know the good news, C.L. Bryant, I give speeches around the country. One of them is called He Who Owns the Media Makes the Rules. 
And the other one is called The New Media Takes Center Stage. And I think that's what's happening now. Uh, in the past, they've been able to have their way with us. But now that you and I and many, many, many others are speaking out so boldly and our programs are becoming so well-liked, so well-listened to, uh, the mainstream press literally um, losing credibility by the second uh, we have the credibility they've once lost to the point where, you know what, they're not able to play gatekeeper anymore. They're not able to keep this quiet. The, the truth is coming out ever so it seems to be slowly, but it's really quicker than you think. And, and I bring this up because the impact we're having cannot be underestimated, sir. And, you know, Sam, the thing is, yes, the truth is coming out, no doubt about it. But even more so, there is an awakening that is going on among the American people. We're not necessarily uh, many who have been drinking the Kool-Aid of liberalism, and which has turned into abject Marxism and socialism in this country, poisoning the ground that the seeds of our children and grandchildren will be able to uh, enjoy from those fruits that come up out of that ground. Uh, there is, There are people who are not really sure what to believe. They don't know what is true. And many times uh, what, what's happening, Sam, too, is Republicans, uh, conservatives, we don't uh, have a full grasp on what we want and what we believe. And so this is something, too, that has come from uh, our side of, of, of that, that aisle, is indecision. And when we make a decision, many times it's based upon weakness instead of strength. Just in the last 10 months, we have seen a major shift in our standing, as far as opinion is concerned, in the world of American courage. Now, Sam, this is something that has never been uh, questioned throughout the annals of our American history before, until now. In fact, we were energy independent until now. We had the Chinese at bay until now. We had our borders secure until now. And all of these things, just like the so-called insurrection at the Capitol were allowed to happen. The shutdown of the XL pipeline was allowed to happen, and the giving of a contract to uh, Vladimir Putin was allowed to happen. Sam, we're in the midst of a government takeover by Marxists. Ladies and gentlemen, but the Weekend Act Conference will give you courage, will arm you with knowledge, will provide solutions all the day long. October 22nd, 23rd, Friday and Saturday is the event. I'll be there. You can be there as well. WeCanAct.net is the website to get your tickets. Put in the keyword Liberty and get a $50 off on every ticket back in seconds. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is 
money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, nationally syndicated on AMFM affiliates and global reach via the internet, ladies and gentlemen, talk show. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use. CL Bryant on your radio now. We're talking about the WeekendAct.net conference, WeekendAct.net for tickets. Put in the keyword Liberty and get 50 bucks off per ticket. Uh, C.L. Bryan is founder of One Nation Back to God. He's a senior fellow at Freedom Works, does a great job with that. He's also an author and wrote a book called The Race for Freedom. Uh, he also crisscrosses the country, telling the tale of liberty everywhere he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, CL, you're going to be speaking at the Week in Act conference. What's going to be the uh, text or title of your talk? Well, there's an awakening, as I mentioned to you, that is going on, Sam. And what I would like to remind us is of the two differences, and there are differences. I'll go into it when I speak to the conference there at Week and Act uh, this uh, weekend or next weekend, uh, is this. Uh, it's that liberty and freedom are two words that we cannot misunderstand what they are. And so we'll be talking about uh how that applies to those old white men and my grandfather as to how they thought of liberty and freedom. And so I invite everyone to come out because there is a uh, backwardness. Uh, there is uh, something that is off the line, out of kilter, that is happening in the American mind at this point in time that has us in a state of mind that will allow us to be manipulated by Marxist ideas, and particularly our children and our grandchildren. And unless we ourselves are armed with American principles and understand what it is to have a republic, then we will lose this republic. As Franklin warned us when Elizabeth Powell asked him, Dr. Franklin, what type of government have you gotten for us? He says, I've gotten for you a republic if you can keep it. And so, Americans, we can act, and we have been acting for 245 years up until 10 months ago when 
some very bad things happened that caused the leader of the free world, and truly it was the free world at that time, and we were the unquestioned leaders of that world just 10 months ago. We saw this happen, and now it's time for us to act, and we can act. I invite you to come out and be a part of that with us next weekend. Get your tickets now. It will be an event of thousands of people will be there. You come and be a part of it. Uh, my good friend Tina has worked with my team. I've worked with uh, Leanne, uh, my executive uh, assistant, and, and my team. Uh, and, and Freedom Works will be out there the following week. I'll be out there with them at Eagle Farm. And so you can act. We can act together. And Americans, we must do it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I think that the elites have been gaslighting us literally every single day on every topic under the sun, it seems. You know, how today's corrupt ruling class is intent on driving normal Americans insane. That's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. But the answer is the We Can Act conference, where you will hear solutions, ladies and gentlemen, left and right, where you will hear answers. Look, these elitists want to be gods. Uh, and you know what? To perpetuate this, they gaslight us all, folks. It's out of control. They're literally becoming the gods of gaslighting. And you know what? We're one nation under the real God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, CL. Absolutely, we are, uh, Sam. And um, that is something that we must not forget, as Reagan warned us as well. If we forget that we are a nation under God, we will be a nation gone under. I ask this question often on the uh, trail when I speak. I crisscross the nation once a month, almost every month, uh, on behalf of Freedom Works, and of course, C.L. Bryan as an entity to himself. But just the same, uh, the message is usually this, and that is that if God were to ask the question that he asked Adam in the garden on whatever Eve that was in our ancient past. He asked him the question, Adam, where are you? And America, if our founders were to ask that question, they would be asking the same question that God was seeking from his crowning creation. Where are you? Where's the man that I created? Our founding fathers would be asking, where's the nation? that we envisioned, that we created. Where are you, America? And this is what we must uh, gather together to uh, put our heads together, our minds, and also our networking abilities together to understand where are we? Where have we gone and how have we gotten here? So come out and we look forward to being with you. And thank you so much for having me on here today. Uh, with you. It's always uh, good to be with my friends in Utah, and I look forward to seeing them and, and uh, uh, reacquainting with uh, those who I hadn't seen in a while. All right, I want to bring up one other topic and have you respond because I believe it's fascinating. I mentioned the DOJ loses big in the Capitol riot uh, reality. They have to take a felony and drop it down to a misdemeanor and beg someone to come, you know, try to deliver evidence on everybody else. And he'll be really, really incentivized 
uh, to try to bring up information to attack others so that he can go ahead and save his own skin. What a tragic reality we're facing is they can't let it go. But Pat Buchanan wrote a column about this that I think is really critical, too. It says this, Why the Left Can't Let Go of January the 6th by Patrick J. Buchanan, who explains that hyping a, quote, pretend act of terrorism is the only hope Democrats have of surviving November 22. Now, I don't want to make it about Republican and Democrat, but that is kind of the point that they're literally hyping this. It's the only hope they have of trying to put uh, the conservatives in a box. They know that that we're awake and we're coming after the truth and we want accountability and transparency. And it's their only way to try to stop us left. Is the only thing they have, Sam. Uh, They can't uh, argue the economy. They can't argue the state of the border. They can't argue the state of American uh, uh, presence in uh, the world because America to the world has just tucked tail and run uh, from something that we should not have tucked tail the way we did and run. Nigel Farage and I, uh, the founder of Brexit, uh, were on tour just a few months ago here in America. And um, he did 13 cities, and I did eight cities with him uh, on that tour. And he reminded us that, yes, even though uh, the British were the mothers of our country, we are now considered the mothers of the world, the, the leaders of the world, and they look to us. But when we send the type of messages that Joe Biden has sent to the world uh, through his ineptness and the, who has, whoever's pulling the strings, uh, with this inept uh, person that has inhabited, that is inhabiting, if he's inhabiting the Oval Office, uh, then we are not revealing the strength or showing forth the strength that our nation was founded to be. The light that we were founded to be. Joe Biden is certainly uh, having his hand on the dimmer switch of our American exceptionalism. He is making us common, just like all the other countries. And, and yes, I said it. He's making us common, just like all the other countries in the world. America has always been the most exceptional nation there is since its existence. But Joe Biden and his Marxist henchmen, if they have their way, and if you don't act now, and we can act and come out and be a part of it, we don't act now, we won't be able to say to Mr. Franklin, if we look back down through the annals of time, that we have kept the republic because Americans were losing it. So stand up and push back. But ladies and gentlemen, if we're talking about C.L. Bryant's watch and my watch and hopefully your watch, we're not going to let it happen, ladies and gentlemen. And if you go to the We Can Act conference, you'll be armed with knowledge and information. You'll be surrounded by loved ones and friends and literally the big family of liberty-loving Americans. And we can set race aside. We can realize we're all God's children. And we can stand for that exceptionalism that our founding fathers gave us a legacy uh, regarding that we can then carry forward as we stand in our day. It's our time to defend the sacred cause of liberty, and we can do it together at the We Can Act conference. WeCanAct.net, put in liberty, save $50 per ticket and more. Uh, CL, you've been uh, traveling around the country. Quickly give us an update where you're going. Sam, I'll, I'm in Chicago now, and uh, I look forward to being with you all next weekend and then back again out there the following weekend. I'll be in D.C. in between coming to Utah. So I certainly thank you for having me on. 
God bless you, sir. We'll have you back Follow soon. Me on Travel safe. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V, uh, at Rev C.L. Bryant. At Rev C.L. Bryant, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitter, God save the republic. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live continues. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Los Angeles City Council member, Democrat Mark Ridley Thomas, and a former dean of the University of Southern California School of Social Work, were indicted Wednesday on federal corruption charges over an alleged bribery scheme. The DOJ complaint says the politician is accused of supporting county contracts and lucrative contract amendments in exchange for his son Sebastian receiving substantial benefits in his previous role as an L.A. County supervisor. The Democrat is the third L.A. City Council member to face federal charges in two years. Some 10,000 unionized Deer and Company workers were on strike early Thursday after rejecting a contract proposal from the agriculture equipment manufacturer. The John Deere workers and negotiators for the UAW reached a deal on a proposal earlier this month. Only 90% of the union members voted against the agreement. USA Radio News. You take steps to stay healthy when at the pharmacy picking up vitamins or filling a prescription. May I help you? Take another healthy step right now and ask the pharmacist how Prevnar 13 can help protect you from pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease. If you're 65 or older, a trip to the pharmacy is a lot more pleasant than a trip to the hospital because of pneumococcal pneumonia. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Stop by the pharmacy today and ask about Prevnar 13. Learn more at Prevnar13.com. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. The first software chief at the Pentagon has abruptly resigned. Nicholas Shalon is sounding the alarm on Fox News that the United States is losing the tech war with China. And things are going to get worse. Well, we have to take action right now, and we're running out of time. If we do not uh, take action right now, we will be uh, facing a situation where we will not be able to catch up. And so there is no time to talk anymore. We have to walk the talk. Mr. Shalon was asked, how did this happen? The government is redesigned uh, with its bureaucracy and, and lack of um, agility and waste of taxpayer money uh, to really um, not being able to keep up with the pace of relevance. And so slowly but surely, what you've been seeing uh, in the last 20 years is uh, China waking up and catching up to us. And unfortunately, uh, Pentagon leaders have yet to uh, understand the urgency. And we see you know, reports after reports coming out from the Pentagon. On, uh, saying that uh, China is catching up. USA Radio News. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have we have crossed the Rubicon. This is getting out of control. It's one thing to be forced to work for a private employer to be vaccinated, but now headline says city. Bans unvaccinated from getting married. 
you got to have shots required for an appointment to get a license to go ahead and get married. <clears throat> Bob Unruh with the piece, WND.com. This is just insanity, folks. They say COVID panicked officials around the world have run wild setting vaccination requirements for people everywhere. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is getting out of control. In the United States, the newest attack or agenda point, if you will, is to demand that people show proof of vaccinations in order to keep their jobs. You know that fight, right? It's already moved into the courts, a number of battles and jurisdictions. Also an issue, as you know, are medical procedures that some hospital systems simply refuse to treat patients if they're not vaccinated. Well, now it's getting worse. Even to get married. Now they say you're going to have the vaccination, have to have a vaccination. <clears throat> I guess in a Canadian municipality, they're requiring vaccination in order to get a marriage license. Wow. It's a, uh, Oakville, Ontario, that demands a proof of identification, full proof of vaccines. Wow. You won't be able to go to a recreation or a culture facility in Canada, including arena, community centers, pools, many more. Right? Appointments for marriage licenses, even ceremonies that are already booked, will not be required for vaccination, full vaccination. But going forward, yes, the town announced. Think about it. Medical tyranny to the next level, if you will. Now think about that. It's crazy. I don't know how to respond to it, folks. It's just getting so tyrannical. <clears throat> Bottom line, medical tyranny to the next level, right? One Canadian town has taken medical tyranny to the next level. That's what I'm seeing. I don't know how else to respond to it. How do you respond to this stuff, folks? I know it sounds like I'm, you know, short for words on this. Part of the reason I'm short for words is I'm trying to be polite. I mean, you literally want to swear when this stuff happens. You just want to go off on these people. Oakville, Ontario, Canada. Bans unvaccinated from getting married. Shots required even to make appointment to get a marriage license. I mean, one Canadian town has taken tyranny to the next level, folks. But I mentioned before with C.L. Bryant that what they're really doing is gaslighting us. And in a Whistleblower Magazine article, they really go into this in great detail. All right, so headline is Newsflash. America's current ruling elites, including not only the Biden-Harris administration, but most of the Democratic Party, big tech, big media, the deep state, academia, 
and even an increasing number of major war cor corporations and celebrities are literally gaslighting the rest of us. Gaslighting the rest of America every single day from morning until night, ladies and gentlemen. It's at an ever-increasing, dizzying, and expanding pace. They're doing it in a variety of ways that just never end. Whistleblowers Magazine, WND.com, has that piece. I look at that, though, and I just go, wow. What is this world really coming to? Right? Let me give you an example to make the point ladies and gentlemen, how they're gaslighting us. I don't know if you know this, but a revolving door keeps tax policy on clients' side. Okay? This, by, this is by um, Jesse Drugger and Danny Hackam. And they say, you know what? This lady, for six years, worked together at PwC, the giant accounting firm helping the world's biggest companies avoid taxes. In mid-2018, uh, one of Mr. Fuenstein's clients, an influential association of real estate companies, was trying to persuade government officials that its members should qualify for a new tax break. Yeah, Mr. Fuenstein knew just the person to turn to for help. Mrs. Ellis had recently joined the Treasury Department, and she was drafting the rules for the very deduction they were seeking that very summer. Miss Ellis, that summer, met with Mr. Fuenstein and his client and their lobbyists the next week. Listen to this. The next week, the Treasury granted their wishes. A decision worth billions of dollars to PwC. Wow. About a year later, Mrs. Ellis returned to BWC. So she was at BWC. She went into the Treasury to make rules. Then she went back to PwC where she came from where she was immediately promoted to partner. She and Mr. Fuenstein now work together advising large companies on just how they can exploit the tax regulations that Miss Ellis helped to write. Think about that. Miss Ellis's case was detailed in public records and by people with direct knowledge of her work at the Treasury Department and at PwC. They say the largest um, accounting firms are all doing this. They have all perfected a remarkably effective behind-the-scenes system to promote their interests. This one company, this one experience is not an outlier, they say. They're tax lawyers take senior jobs at the Treasury Department where they write policies that are frequently favorable to their former corporate 
clients. Often with the expectation that they will soon return to their old employers. And the firms welcome them back with loftier titles and higher pay. That's according to public records reviewed by the New York Times. Wow. Not to mention interviews with with current and former government industry officials. This is not a maybe. This is documented. No one's going to jail. From their government posts, many of the, quote, industry veterans approve what they call loopholes. Those are long exploited realities by their former firms. They gave tax breaks to former clients and rolled back efforts to rein in tax shelters with enormous impact. After lobbying by PwC, a former PwC partner in a Treasury Department group wrote regulations, tax regulations, that allowed these huge companies to avoid tens of billions of dollars in taxes. Of course, then he returned to PwC. He then went to RSM, another accounting firm, then went to the Treasury Department, then wrote laws to benefit them, then went back to the accounting firm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is primarily escaped public scrutiny. In the last four presidential administrations, there were at least 35 instances of round trips from big accounting firms to Treasury's tax policy offices, along with the Internal Revenue Service and the Congressional Joint Committee on Taxation, and then they go back to their firms. Wow, we'll talk more about it in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. 
Second, education. Conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. So it's crazy, folks, these tax realities. A revolving door keeps tax policy on clients' side is the headline, ladies and gentlemen, where you really literally have these lobbyists from all kinds of sectors, the banking sector, these big corporations, these lobbying firms, these accounting uh, groups all in bed together, and you got this revolving door over the last Four presidents, literally 36 examples of these companies <clears throat> cycling their people, take a pay cut, go work for the government for a year or two, write legislative <clears throat> tax policy that's favorable to our firms, and then come back and double your salary, get a pay raise, be graduated to partner, uh, and it's a pattern. There's no real oversight on this, and it's a sham, and um, we really need to realize this is serious business. There you have it, folks. What a sham that is. Again, we just have fraud and, uh, everywhere, literally. All right, Business Insider now is reporting most people with COVID. Listen, 19 in the U.S. are legally prohibited from knowing which variant infected them. All right, and I know this is true because when I went to the doctor, and I had COVID. I said, can I test to see what, if I've got the, you know, uh, the Delta variant or whatever? And they're like, no, nah, we, we don't really have any way to, to do that. Well, interestingly enough, the hospital says they don't have any way to do it. But here's the deal. Business Insider is reporting that, hey, people with COVID-19 in the United States are legally prevented from knowing which variant of the COVID-19 virus infected them. Why do you say that? Well, that's because sequencing tests have to be, quote, federally approved. Sequencing tests have to be federally approved for results to be disclosed to doctors or patients. So a doctor can't even find out what COVID strain you have. And they say most of these tests are not yet approved lab, lab scientists say the process of validating the tests for approval is too costly and time-consuming so let me lay this out for you you can't even know what variant of the COVID virus you have because it's illegal to release any results to you because the tests are not quote certified by your government again every time you turn around governments at the helm so when you think you can't get any information on this, you're right. And you can't because of your government. Think about that, folks. Is that shocking to you? Does that make you go, what on earth is going on? 
So if we start to develop ways to, to treat different strains or different variants of the coronavirus, then, you know, you would think, well, hey, you know, I could get treated differently if I know. No, you can't because you can't know it's illegal. I mean, it is shocking to know how to even respond to these things. Wow. I don't even know how to respond to it. It's just, what do we do? It's gotten so out of control. Right? All right. Don't worry, though, folks. You ready for this? $29 billion deal to link U.S., Mexico, and Canada by rail. You excited about this? Sounds good at first, doesn't it? They say the deal is an effort by Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern to capitalize on an expected increase in the flow of trade as the three countries rebound from the pandemic. Wow. Uh, Do you feel like we're rebounding from the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen? Um, Canadian Pacific and Kansas City Southern announced plans to combine in the $29 billion deal that would create the, quote, first railroad network connecting, I guess, all three countries. It's an effort, they say, to capitalize on the trade flow. That's after Donald Trump, they say, signed the Mexico, um, I guess it's United States, Mexico, Canada agreement into law last year. So they say it's also a, quote, bet on the strength of the economy as the United States rebounds from the pandemic. Are you comfortable with the strength of the economy? They say that it'll link major ports on the east and west coasts anyway i guess kansas city will be at the center of it all as they try to connect east to west and all this stuff and north to south um they say the two connect connections will be on a single point a joint facility in kansas city will be the intersection if you will of it all They say this deal just has so many longer-term strategic benefits, advantages. Kansas City Southern Chief Executive Patrick J. Audensmeyer. That's what he said in an interview. Our board really saw the value in putting these two companies together right now. The combined company, Canadian Pacific, Quote, Kansas City will have its, quote, global headquarters in Calgary, Alberta. While Kansas City will serve as its, quote, U.S. headquarters. It will operate roughly 20,000 miles of rail. And they say that it will generate sales of about $8.7 billion 
anyway, they say that this Canadian guy will oversee the entity. And I just go, what? Anyway, they've been working on this for quite some time. And you say, Sam, this isn't a new story. This has been in the works for a while. You're right. But I'm bringing it up right now, ladies and gentlemen, primarily because they're right now telling you that Joe Biden wants to work on a, I don't know what he's calling it, but a reset of the economy. Have you you heard about this? Joe Biden wants to do something new on the economy. What are they calling it? Some are calling it the Great Reset, right? Um, what does it mean, a Great Reset? What does Joe mean? Okay, how Biden's economic plan compares with the Great Society is kind of one question. How does it compare? Okay. Joe Biden wants to create a new economy. What does that all mean? It's a very scary question. But Biden really wants to reset the economy. So 29 billion to link US, Mexico and Canada by rail. Biden New economic plan is kind of in the crosshairs. I don't know if you call it a reset or what you want to call it. Joe's not calling it a reset. Top Biden advisor says, hey, U.S. seeks economic reset with Mexico. White House admits to part of the great reset. Biden wants to make, quote, fundamental change in our economy. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. White House Secretary Jen Psaki admitted inadvertently that there's a great rest plan. A fundamental change in our economy. And the White House feels like we've got to do it now. We have no choice but to do it now. There's no better time than now, says Joe. Wow. How do you respond to this stuff? Uh, You know, we say, well, hey, don't worry. The Democrats will be um, spanked in 2022. We're going to take it back. Look, to me, this isn't Democrat-Republican is the problem. They've all been aboard to destroy America for quite some time at the deep state level. And what I find fascinating about this is we believe that the next election cycle, well, how long will this country last under the abuses? When the White House press secretary admitted, some say inadvertently, but I don't know that that's true either. Um, They're working on the globalist agenda, the globalist plan called the Great Reset, right? They call it the Great Rest. What does that mean? Anyway, you say, Sam, you're talking about this too much. You're just babbling now. You know what? 
How do you analyze this thing? How do you look at global climate change, the coronavirus, the economic appeal, upheaval, uh, turmoil, uh, the supply chain discussions, the everyone and vote fraud, all these discussions, and how do you look at them all and just go, mm, I guess we live in tough times. No, you got to say at some point, all these things point to an agenda being furthered by an unseen hand, the shadow governments around the world pushing for tyranny. You've got to eventually acknowledge that, look, everything couldn't go this direction by accident. It's just not even possible, right? And so I bring all these things up and I try to put them all together in a way that you can connect more of the dots and go, wait a minute. Why is Joe Biden in an economic turmoil when we're trying to come out of the COVID? Why is the White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitting that the Biden administration is working on a global called the Great Rest. Coming out of a pandemic is the perfect time. No better time than now, says Joe. That is scary. And then they go, yeah, you might not have Christmas. Might not be able to be with your family for Christmas. Your kids might be in tears because they might not have products presents for Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, the real agenda is to come after the followers of Christ. Make no mistake about it. We better stand together and pray hard and work hard, ladies and gentlemen, because that's where the solutions lie. And good, honest Americans coming together, praying hard, working hard. If you want to be with like-minded Americans, go to the WeCanAct.net website, put in the code LIBERTY, get your conference tickets today. 50 bucks off if you put in Liberty per ticket. WeCanAct.net, the incredible conference coming up at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah, October 22nd and 23rd. I'll be there with a booth with Loving Liberty. Hope to see you there. WeCanAct.net, put in the code Liberty. Come to the conference, please. God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> 